start that theme song. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some New. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are going to cover two movies that are out there in the viewing world for all of us to watch, endure, take in, and, you know, eat some popcorn, drink some pops, you know, or some beers, or, <laughs> you know, some hard whiskey. It just matters how your day is going. Yeah. Uh, first movie that we are going to cover is... Um, a movie that just was released uh, September 3rd on Netflix, starring the greatest man, the greatest bat of all times, Michael Keaton. Before I go any farther, Travis, please, please, stop talking about your near-death experience on the Staten Island Ferry, okay? That white light shit, that just scares people. That's <laughs> not what the beyond means. We're talking about bed, bath, beyond like down the hallway in the utility closet not like in other lands not like in the afterlife it's not bed bath and ufos we're not talking about interplanetary activities think of it like this bed bath and a little bit beyond not bed bath and way beyond it's not bed bath and way the fuck out there it's bed bath and beyond that's it yeah that's from uh, the other guys yeah i was trying to get the uh, the reason i got other guys i was trying to get the tlc ones mm-hmm. You know, creep and waterfalls and stuff, but nobody, <laughs> nobody made a, a cut with all of them in it, and yeah. I was, I was really saddened by that. Yeah, it's sure. really hard to find one. Uh, then in this movie as well is the lovely Amy Ryan. Right then, I'm like, I'm gonna drop this motherfucker. I don't care if he does got a big dick. So we went back to the apartment, and Ray was hollering, "It's gonna wake up Amanda. She needs her sleep," you know. So we went back to Ray's. Raise mothers, whatever. Yeah. I don't know where that mother went, but she left all her fucking cats in there, and it smells like car. And that is when she was actually acting with another Batman. Yeah, oh, or yeah. actually, he was the director, wasn't he? He's... And the, and the Casey was the, the main star. Casey, it would gone, be gone. Casey Affleck was the main star, but but I don't think Casey Affleck directed anything. Uh, I thought Ben Affleck directed it. Oh yeah, Ben Affleck. Uh, he may have directed. Fuck, I don't remember. But yeah, Gone yeah. Be Gone with uh, Amy Ryan. And or guys, he wrote it, right? Uh, he wrote it or okay. something. He, he was a yeah, directed and wrote, written by Ben Affleck. Okay, yeah. yeah so Casey, so she got book. she got to work with another Batman in this movie. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? But, uh, and the uh, but one, hold on, Amy Ryan. Also, you guys would know her if you're not familiar with Gone Be Gone. She was Holly Flax in The Office. Yeah, Unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. And um, I mean, so many different things. She was in Birdman. She already worked with Michael Keaton before. Yeah. And, um, oh, she's in Only Murders in this building, in the building. Damn, I only watched the first episode of that. Well. Only Murders in the Building, do you know what that is? No. It's Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, and they're in a building that somebody gets murdered, and they all listen to the same murder podcast, Mm -hmm. and they run into each other somehow, and I don't want to ruin all that, but, um, and they decide that they're all going to investigate this murder together. So it's Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Huh. Uh, who else is in the movie? It is man? good. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Who else is in the movie? I think they call him the Tooch. Tooch gang, Tooch gang, Tooch gang, Tooch gang, Tooch gang, Tooch gang, Tooch gang. 
Some of you don't know the name, Hooch. but that's that guy from the Hunger Games. Hooch. Transformers The Last Night, Beauty and the Beast and Spotlight, Hooch. writer and director of Big Night, Tucci Gang, 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 Tucci Gang. All right, and uh, also I do have a actually from uh, the movie. He's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds like you're having sex in here, which I know can't be true due to the fact that you have a homosexual boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. Hey, no judgment. All God's children. It's fine. I was gay once for a while. No big deal. We all do it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. From Easy okay. A. From Easy A. Uh, someone in chat literally just asked if we could smuggle drugs. Do you know Asia. who that is? No. <laughs> What's up, pal? A mestrin ninety six. <laughs> Sorry, you went to the wrong chat, bro. <laughs> but and I'm not smuggling drugs into Asia. I can't talk about the time that happened. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, did I put anybody else, or is that everybody I put for that movie? That's yeah, it was. So, so the movie that we're talking about here, the first movie we'll uh, review is Worth. Yeah. Uh, talking about nine eleven and um, behind the politics of it, I should say. Now, the second movie. It's big. It's sexy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It touches me in spots that, believe me, I have been studying on this movie <laughs> for, like, literally 48 hours since I saw it. First starring Shim Yu Lee. Uh, Shim Yu Lee Kim. It says Shim Yu Lee here. Sorry. Shim Yu Lee. Hold on. Uh, you're right. All right. Simi, Simi Lu. Okay. It's called a Dongjin. You're right. Simi Lu. I'm stupid. It's called a <laughs> Dongjin. Is that prison slang? No, it's, it's Korean. So Dong means poop and Jin means a uh, needle. So like a poop needle. It's the same as a wedgie. Okay. Uh, I'm picturing a wedgie, but I feel like you would have to work very hard to get to the point of penetration. There's no penetration. It's just a prank that Korean kids like to do. Uh, that's from Kids Convenience Store. On uh, you guys can watch on Netflix if you're not in Canada. It's a it's a great show. It's fucking hilarious. You seen it? I, you know, I never saw it until like uh, I got that clip and then I watched that it's, episode it's and funny, I watched yeah. the next episode. It's funny, yeah. So it's a good show. Yeah. So uh, he says sorry is the wrong check. We are not going to help him smuggle no, drugs to Asia. I feel sorry about that. <sighs> I feel very sorry about that. Mm -hmm. uh, then of course we got the funny the rapper herself, Aquafina. Yeah, it's Aquafina. That's it. And that's, Aquafina, and that's really like like how she got her start was that crazy fucking song. <laughs> yeah, dude. And you know what? I love her. I love everything about her. Um, then of uh, who else did I put in? Did oh, I put uh, in uh, you put in Bing Kingsley. Dude, I've I've had like four hours sleep yeah, so in the last two days. Ben dude. Kingsley plays Trevor in this movie. No, yeah, plays Trevor. Sir Ben Kingsley. Let's say it with honor, Sir, Sir Ben Kingsley. Well, I wouldn't go in there for twenty minutes. <laughs> now, which one of you is Vanessa? That's me. Oh, Nessie. <laughs> Did you know that fortune cookies aren't even Chinese? <laughs> Some guy over here. They're made by Americans based on a, based on a Japanese recipe. <laughs> yeah, so um, mm -hmm. 
What's what kind of beer is that? Like, is it just regular ass beer? Is it like like? It, it's no, it's Lucky Buddha. Mm-hmm. It is actually from China. Okay, cool. It is um, from the Shandong Yangqing Brewery Company in Hongchu Baijing, uh, Vengxing District in Shandong, uh, China. Okay, cool. <laughs> Good job. <Yeah. laughs> Good job. Um, well, I've been listening to a lot of. Asian influence things oh, so in the we, last we mentioned this year, right? Shing uh Shing Shi and Oh yeah, Shing- yeah we should probably say I am so out of it today, I'm sorry. Uh yeah, uh Shang Shi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which I'm gonna have my comments about that later on. What? Um the, the legend okay. Um the, of like, the, the Ten Rings. The, okay, gotcha. <laughs> so uh because no, I don't even want to start now. Because okay, start yeah. now, it's not going to end. Uh, you can visit online movies don't suck dot We're on Facebook at facebook.com dot slash movies don't suck podcast. One Twitter NTS podcast and Instagram NTS podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an old fashioned email, go ahead. Uh, write it up. Speak on the bottom. Send the info at movies don't suck dot We're also on all streaming platforms. If you guys are listening to us, wherever if you listen to us on YouTube, go subscribe. Watch it on Facebook. Go ahead and uh, hit that like button. If you're watching on Twitch, do you subscribe on Twitch? As that happens. You can, yeah, you subscribe on Twitch, like us on Twitch, yeah. touch me on Twitch, chat with us on Twitch. We have Patreon, Patreon, the console, please don't suck. You can definitely get your hands together. Uh huh. Do, do the, uh, fuck, what was that called? That's not important. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then um, also, uh, yeah, we also, have a, if you guys want to buy shirts with with our logo and shit on it and all kinds of other stuff, you can go to uh, bonfire.com and search in who's not suck and something to do, and we're, have a like a, a page with all of our shit on it, and um, who's our sponsor today? Our sponsor today, and I felt like it just made sense because one, I already talked about how I went there, but two, I think it just makes perfect sense. Today's sponsor is brought to you by the Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum. The Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum is located at 1915 Casopolis Street, Elkhart, Indiana, 46514. Now, the Halls of Heroes is the only comic book and superhero museum in the world. They cover over 80-plus years of history of superheroes in comics, toys, film, and animation. Hall of Heroes has over 10,000 toys and over 65,000 thousand comic books and over 100 pieces of original comic book pages and animation art they also have adam west's personal batman costume ryan reynolds deadpool mask uh, clayton moore's lone ranger outfit the ghost rider motorcycle the hell cycle the original shield used by chris evans on the captain america film sheldon's green lantern shirt worn by jim parsons on several episodes of the bang bang theory and more they are open six days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. And a mission is $9 for 10 and older, 6 for 9 and under. I'm going to tell you, it's worth it. I went there, and I had to change my shorts like four different times, you know, because so many times I jizzed in my pants. Oh, you know, I was yeah. like, yeah, straight up Lonely Island it, man. I was like, jizz in my pants. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's really cool. If you're a nerd like me, you'll really love it. Look it up. You can look them up on Facebook at HOH Museum. I told you on Saturday I got to talk to my musical heroes on my other podcast record name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jet Jeffrey, Jerry, Jerry, Je- Jeffy, Jeff- Jeff- Jeffrey Lewis. Um, he Jeffrey was, Lewis. Okay, cool. Yeah, he came I, on. I thought I had it right. And, you know, I was losing my fucking mind about it since, uh, like, you know, a month ago when I set it up. 
And uh, it went great. But uh, so, I, but I was afraid that I'd cut out and we'd be in the middle of the conversation. Um, we didn't cut out. We cut out. The, we were we got cut out during a uh, a long clip of a Bob Dylan record. <laughs> and um, oh, it, but it's, no, it's good. It didn't happen. It happened the best time possible. You know, and so uh, and, that, and I cut it out and it's seamless. But that will be up on the fourteenth, and I, oh man, it was it was exciting, and uh, I'm glad it's done with because I was I was so stressed about it for like. Did you get his phone number? Are you guys gonna hang out? No, no. But is it gonna come over to the house? Are you gonna make dinner for him? Um, dinner? I don't I don't know about dinner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna come over and play some board games with you? Sorry, my, my mom's calling me for some reason. Who's calling you? My mom. Oh, answer it on air. Yes, definitely answer the phone call. Put her on speakerphone. No, no, no. I'm putting my mom on speakerphone, but I'm going to see that everything is okay because, you know, because, you know. Does she not know that you record 630s on Thursday? No one knows besides my wife and my brother. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Which your brother is probably watching right now. Hey, brother, if you're watching, give us a a, a wave. Say hi in chat. Uh, Anyway, um. But yeah, so, other, than that, other than that, my week's been fine. Just, you know, like just working and shit. And then, excuse me, he is working. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, since, let's see, I, uh, went to Rocklahoma, mm-hmm. which is a big concert, uh, of course. Um, the first night was all right. Um, sound problems with two bands. I'm not going to point them out too much, but because I don't want to say it was the band's fault because I don't think it was. I've seen both of those bands mm-hmm. several times. But uh, winner of Friday night, though, man, fucking grandson. Oh, for him to come out on a stage yeah. in Oklahoma and say, hey, guys, I just want you all to know I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I'm a liberal. I believe in climate change and I'm Jew. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you know, like, and some guy like winged a beer bottle at him, like an aluminum beer bottle. Yeah. And he's like, aha, you missed. But anyway, his set was fucking ridiculously awesome. Uh, second day, we go to show up, right? And I guess it stormed. Yeah. And um, they kicked everybody out, all oh. 20,000 fans. What they was... kicked them out of the concert. Oh, wow. And then. And then they start letting everybody in, and they started letting the bands go in order that they were going. So we missed bands like John Five, who I really wanted to see yeah. live. I missed him because he was playing while we're in line to get back in the thing. So that really sucked. But, you know, it finally, by the time we got in there, Anthrax did a good job. Uh, Falling in Reverse. If you have not heard this band, literally go go listen to their shit. They're them live was ridiculous uh slipknot ended up the night and oh, or was supposed to end the night but then butcher babies ended the night on a second stage and they did great as well sunday went to a wrestling pay-per-view at amc theaters with a guy and got totally shit-faced it was great it was awesome mm-hmm. i mean it was good i mean on saturday i did shrooms but like sunday it was like you know we, we drank and watched wrestling and met some guys that uh, they were really cool people, had a great time, good pro wrestling event. And um, if, if I had a pro wrestling podcast, which I'm working on, um, I'd go more into the details of that. Okay. So uh, what about, um, what about, you showed me a picture of a dog that you saw. Yes, the last 20, so I got home from Shang last night, mm-hmm. um, right about 8.30, 
and my neighbors had a dog that is a pit bull like your dog, like mm-hmm. Hugo. Yeah, yeah, sure. And and um, they're like, hey, we found this dog. We can't take care of it. We know you have a lot of room at your place mm-hmm. or stuff like that because I guess they're living with their mom or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, and um, can you help him until he finds a home? And I was like, sure. So we we took him in last night, and uh, I I don't think he was owned by family. I oh. think he was owned by like uh like a transient person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like he's used to people. Yeah. Like he's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Like the dog. friendliest dog yeah. ever. Really sweet. Yeah. But no chip. We took him to a place today. He has no chip. Mm-hmm. He has no. I mean, he still has all his all his man parts. So you know he's not owned by someone because yeah, yeah, they usually yeah. take rid of those right away. But he's super nice. He's sitting like right outside this window. You might hear him howl every now and then because yeah. I'm not out there. Yeah. But like literally, when he's not next to someone, uh-huh. is the only time he gets sad or frustrated. Oh. Uh, well, and um, now, what, how does he get along with your pup? With who? Well, yeah. our other pup is not here. We we uh, took him over to the mother in law because, yeah, yeah I, I mean he's a much bigger dog. Yeah. And if they get too and my dog gets excited around other dogs, I I, I can't. You don't want to know what like you don't want to have to like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we finally went today, and I guess we got to hold on to him until Saturday afternoon, Damn. and that's when we can take him to. Well, because the place we went to is a no-kill shelter, okay, and yeah, that's yeah. when they can that's when they can take them in. Okay. But they gave us food and stuff like that that's to cool. take care of them. And it's like, all right, I guess I'm not sleeping for the next three days. <laughs> like, like if I take my hat off, you can see the bags under my eyes, yeah, like yeah. hardcore. Like I have not slept well because I've been trying to help this poor dog out, and I don't want to, you know, yeah. fuck it all up. I got you, man. Uh, I guess I guess that's all that's happened since last time we spoke, right? Yeah, dude. Let's fucking talk some movies. All right, well, let's uh, let's talk worth. Um, uh, released, uh, I guess, Netflix September third. Um, yep. Uh, so because that's September 11th coming up, this movie uh, stars. Uh, it's directed by uh, Sarah Colangelo. She's directed stuff that I'm not familiar with. I'll be honest, like like a few of them were shorts. Um, we called the kindergarten teacher, which I never saw. Oh, I've seen the kindergarten teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I saw that one. Oh, it's on Netflix. That was isn't a pretty it? good one with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've seen that. Um, written by Max. The rest of them I've never seen. Never. <laughs> I don't. I haven't even heard of. Uh, directed, uh, written by Max Borstein. Borstein. Yeah, he wrote uh, Godzilla versus Kong, Cold Skull Island, Godzilla. This is really different. It seems like it was a hot story at this movie, but it's a, uh, it's worth. And then, no, it's right up the alley, dude. This is just like Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, and this stars Michael Keaton as Ken Feinberg. Before I go any farther, Travis, please, please stop talking about your near-death experience on the Staten Island Ferry. <laughs> um, this also stars Amy Ryan as uh, Camille Biros. Right then, I'm like, I'm going to drop this motherfucker. I don't care if he does got a big dick. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and also Stanley Tucci. Is everything all right? Sounds like you're having sex in here. <laughs> um, also stars. Uh, no. No. More. No. Is everything all right? No. Sounds wrong, like you're wrong having sex. Wrong button. Oh. Tucci gang. 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 And this also has uh, Tate Vaughn as Lee Quinn, Shinori Ramathan as Priya Kundi, Talia Balsam as Didi Feinberg, Gloria Vinati as Karen Donato, and Chris Tardio as a uh, Frank Donato and. Uh, 
Otto blinks and Wood is Daryl Barnes. Uh, in a, mm-hmm. in um, I, yeah, I didn't mention Stanley Teacher plays Charles Wolf, but I want you to read yeah. the storyline of this. Sure. Following the horrific 2001 attacks in the World Trade Center and Pentagon, Congress appoints attorney and renowned mediator Kenneth Feinberg to lead the September 11th Victim Composition Fund. Assigned and allocating financial resources to the victims of the tragedy. Feinberg and his firm's head of operations, Camille Barrows, faced the impossible task of determining the worth of a life to help the families who had suffered incontable losses. When Feinberg locks horns with Charlie's Charlie Charles Wolf, a community organization mourning the death of his wife, his initial sickness um, turns to compassion as he begins to learn the true human cost of the tragedy. So when I first read about this and we decided to do it, I was a little worried it'd be like a little too saccharine, a little too uh like a little too like like neat because it's based on true story and what uh, people who do who read true stories they tend to yeah, they tend to make it super saccharine. Especially to, something like this yeah. based on nine eleven, which yeah. is a a, a, a holier-than-holy or yeah, thing. Yeah. You can't talk about 9-11 these days. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> any theory you have on it is wrong. Uh, but anyway. but, but, uh, but uh, I didn't get that from this movie. I got, no, I, this movie was 100% about learning empathy. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it, it, it's also, it's, it's a good movie. <laughs> like the acting is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the spot the um the storylines. I mean the the way the, the way this is shot. The way everything about it really. Well, no, I'm going to disagree with you on one point. Okay, and that's the cinematography. Uh-huh. Oh, nothing. Because the cinematography in this movie, there's really good cinematography uh-huh. in this movie, and then there's like really shitty cinematography. In this movie. <laughs> like it went like it was really weird because there's like one scene I'm trying to remember where. Uh, Michael Keaton, the way they filmed it was like the camera was like right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah. like up against his face. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's that's a weird angle. I mean, I like Michael Keaton. He, he's a good looking <laughs> dude. Uh, but man, that's a little close to the Keaton there, bro. But um, so I mean, it the was, cinematography was a little off. It was cool. But Keaton uh, did change. Uh, you, you have an idea of like Keaton, the way he talks and he changed up his mm-hmm. voice where they did a little New York accent. Um, I. I, uh, I, 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 let's be honest. The the whole movie just set up Mm -hmm. the five minutes that Mark Maron talked. And that was (laughs) on the phone. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't. I heard that voice. I was like, that's Mark Maron. Are we going to see him? No, they never showed him. Yeah. Mark Maron plays Bart, Bart Cuthbert, but you don't ever see, I mean, I could hear Mark Maron on the phone, but it definitely wasn't, um, definitely was on the screen. But, uh, yeah, but I'm glad glad Mark Maron's getting a lot of work lately. Yeah. I think, I think his show Marin really showed his chops, and then of course sort of sort of trust, which we yeah. both really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, this movie uh, it sounds like it's gonna be really dry, but it's not at all. It's it's a drama. But no, 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 it's it's really good, and the reason it's really good is because of Keaton Ryan and and I, and I can't remember that last guy's name. Um, Tucci. Oh, T- uh, Tucci gang, Tucci gang, Tucci gang. <laughs> yeah, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, but, uh, Tucci, Keaton, Ryan, when they shared screen, I wish I would have got more scenes with, uh, Ryan and Keaton. Yeah. Like, I wish there had been more scenes because mm. the two of them playing off each other was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, they were good. Uh, it was Keaton off of, Keaton off of Tucci 
was phenomenal. Like even when they're button heads and when they're not so much button heads later, like I, I was a real big fan of this movie. Um, it does have a slow parts, which you would think because this is talking about the tragedy of nine 11 and trying to compensate um, the, the, the survivors or the families of the, you know, the people fallen Mm-hmm. And that horrific tragedy. And I'm not going to go into the conspiracy theories or my theories or anything like that about 9-11. We're not yeah. going to do that here because it's literally two days away. The biggest part of that is that it was sad. People died. Yeah. And people were influenced. Um, one person I was weird not to see in this movie mm-hmm. was Pete Davison. Oh, you think he should have been part of it because of the the thing that happened? Because his father yeah. was literally one of the firefighters. They died. But I guess he's way too old to play himself at that age. Yeah. I guess that'd be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson's father died in the uh, 9-11 attacks. He was uh, one of the people in the towers as it collapsed. Yeah, and, um, one of the firefighters. Yeah, it's firefighters. And, you know, after 9-11, I, you and I are both old enough to remember what it was, like, before and after. You know, like. Yeah. Um, I was I was working as a manager at Denny's. Okay. When it happened? And um, when the day it happened. And I was 20, I was almost 21. I was turning 21 that year. And nobody came in that morning. Like, well, I mean, normal, like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., all that. But then after 8 a.m., it was just like a ghost town. And that was unheard of. And then all of a sudden, where we were on the hill, next to us, there's a gas station. And that gas station all of a sudden got a line for like a mile and a half down the road. Yeah, people were and, getting the fuck out of Dodge. And didn't. we're just like, we're just like, what the F is happening here? Yeah, be- and some guy came in and said, haven't you not heard about the terrorist attack? Yeah. And we're like, what? He goes, it's on the news. And so we literally took the TV combo VHS player that we had in the back for training purposes. Yeah, that's the front. And, found, and used um, a coat hanger for an antenna and yeah. turned on the news. Uh, find out everything that was happening, and it was wow. So I was a uh, I was in the sophomore high school. Um, I remember um, my I was in geometry class, the first class of the day, and uh, my teacher got a call on his phone, and he answered it, and he hung up, and we went part of the day. And they get in the hallway, and everyone's talking about what happened. You know, they were saying there was an attack on the on the twin towers in you in New York, right? And I guess my English class, and that was on television. And I remember all of us were watching as both towers fall. And for the rest of the week at school, all we do is watch TV, because yeah, and um, you know, a lot of people, a historic. A lot of people were scared. A lot of people left town. They didn't, yeah, I mean, because because you didn't know what you didn't know what was was what you, uh, what's tomorrow gonna look like. What's the day after that gonna look like? You didn't know, and so mm-hmm. we watched we went to school, watched TV for a week, and then we didn't know if there was gonna be more attacks. Yeah. We didn't know what was happening. We didn't and know if we were it, safe, you know, as a dude, as a country, right? and so. uh and so after that, and then, you know, like, you know, uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, um, we pulled all of our troops out of Afghanistan. It took 20 years for us to fight a failed war. <laughs> and, and oh, now, wow. Yeah, and so, and so, uh, that, but yeah, like, you and I both remember pre and post. Uh, it happened, and we were pretty young when it happened. So, it's fucking crazy <laughs> you know like 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 i remember what it was like before i remember what it was like after and everything changed that day you know yeah i did and and uh, i mean I, I you know the hardest part is you know i'm i'm from indiana 
you're you're you lived in Texas at the yeah, time, right? Yeah, yeah, I lived in Texas. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we only got like the back half of the back half. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We we didn't live in New York. We didn't live on the East Coast. Yeah, we were very where, far removed to where it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And but still people that I knew were, you know, because they lost people there. Mm-hmm. I didn't lose anybody there, but but anyway, going back to the movie itself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, itself um, it, it, it deals with, like you said, there's, it deals with, I mean, the name, the title of it's great because it just explains in the, in the opening scene, the opening scene of this thing really gives you an, an idea of like what it's going to be about. Um, but uh, it takes place in, you know, the college classroom. And I, I was really, uh, I thought I'd be bored. I thought it'd be too dry, but it's not that at all. It's really interesting. No, no, no. I thought they did a really good job. It's got um, emotion in it, and that, it's not—it's not cheap emotion. It's a—it's uh, emotion that's genuine. You know what uh, I mean? Like uh-huh. you, you expect a movie like this to have some cheap emotion, or they're gonna get you the parts and, where it hurts the most. But no, this one has some really interesting um, stories. You know, and and Michael Keaton's character and the way he portrays him, mm-hmm. like you can see the empathy building. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you can see. What's coming up? What's going to happen? And like, you know, emotionally at mm-hmm. least. And and to me, that was one of the best parts of the entire movie was just the fact that he, him emotionally growing mm-hmm. is exactly what we needed in this movie, uh-huh. you know. And and it was all you can you can see all the influences from everyone around him. Like uh, Tate Donovan playing kind of like an asshole character. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, was literally like was another uh, pit, uh, piece of the puzzle. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just it's interesting. He didn't have its really role he plays. Like he's that person. So it was really great to see him like just do do his thing. I like I like Tucci. I've liked him. I think in everything I've seen him in. You know, uh, you know it's. It's also weird to see him in Hunger Games as well. Right. He is such a, a character actor, man. He just he just dives in. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, he is 100% just there. He's like, man, I'm here. Let's do it. And, you know, I'm really glad to be able to see Michael Keaton in two movies in the past three weeks. You know, like, like just to... Just see Michael Keaton. I, I love Michael Keaton, man. I think Michael Keaton is one of the best actors in the history of cinema. Not not just saying that because he was one of the best Batmans, but like everything. Like one of my favorite movies by him, I think, is one of the, one of his most underestimated ones. Which is and that would be um, uh, uh, the Dream Team. The Dream Team. That's when he's in the Psycho Ward, and Christopher Lloyd is with him, oh, and all that stuff. And they're then. supposed to go. Yeah, they were going. To, they were going out on a day pass to go watch a baseball game or something, <laughs> and and like the driver gets killed, and so it's all them and their craziness, like embarking across the city of New York, mm. and it's great. I thought it was one of my favorite uh, Michael Keaton movies from the eighties. Like I, I give that one like an A plus above yeah, Mr. It came, Mom. Nineteen ninety nine, so it came out like like basically the same year Batman came out. You know, 1990, really? 1989, 80, 89. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe it did. I, I swore I saw it before Batman, but you know, I mean, it's possibly saw it after I, Batman. I, Who knows? 
Uh, but uh, yeah, Michael Michael uh, Keaton, he's a uh, national treasure, and he's yeah. I just want to see him in everything. Like, if he's in every movie from now on, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, I, I love him. I forgot he was in um, the Travel to Chicago Seven. And now I'm remembering him. I Dude, movie. I remember in everything he's in because he's fucking Michael goddamn Keaton. Fine. He's a fucking treasure. All right. Let's give some quotes so we can get our, our ratings. Okay. My beautiful boy was burned alive because of them. Now think about that. Where are you from? I was raised in Wichita. Ah, Kansas. Farm boy. Yeah. I did that one for you, Kansas boy. You guys need to remember that. I'm I'm not from Kansas, so I don't really have that that super pride. I mean You're in Kansas now, motherfucker. You're uh, part of Wizard of the Oz. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dorothy. Anyway, corporate bailout, Christ's sakes, what you calling it? Charity? Sooner or later, someone is gonna do the vulgar work of writing down the numbers. When was the last time I took on something I couldn't handle? I do not worse wish the job that you have on my own worst enemy. This is raw. Those are not lawyers out there. Good, because I hate lawyers. My son was a firefighter and his life worth as much as a pencil-pushing Wall Street broker. It's not like I don't care. I care. How could you not care? That's that's why I'm here. When the law said we could sue two airlines out of business, Congress rewrote the law like that in a day. Why? Because big corporations asked them to. Why are not the bridge it is uh, I wrote something that I can't read. <laughs> you, did you should see the notes I take for work. I'm like, what's that number? Is that seven or one? Or I, yeah. I'll, they're yeah. calling both numbers. Like, well, one was gonna be right. <laughs> you know. We spent eleven days next to the bedside of a stranger while our son died. Are you trying to win? No, I'm trying to do what's right. You're Robin Hood, with one problem at a time. I call the president. Let's get drunk. No, let's get drunk with the president. And that's it. That's all I got. So um, uh, my score on Worth is a 4.1. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I, like, it grew on me. Like Overnight, I watched it yesterday. Or I watched it Tuesday. And overnight, this movie grew on me. Like, like it's uh, it's the one that stuck with me big time. Because I, I, I don't know. I... I I tend to compartmentalize things, and for some reason I hate to do this, but almost all media I consume, I think about pre and post 9-11. And I'm just not at that point where I don't have to do that, but but for a long time, whether the music or movies, I, I tend to uh, separate between post uh, pre and post 9-11, but here it was non-existent. I do that because I knew what it was about. But worth, I gave it. I gave it a four point one. The acting is fantastic. I fucking love every scene with Keaton. I love every scene with Tucci and Amy Ryan. She's great. Uh, and so, to have a movie that's so full of Michael Keaton is really nice. So, yeah. uh, so uh, four point one for me. What's yours? Uh, 
Uh, 3.9. Okay. And the reason being is um, the cinematography and it kind of is like, it went back and forth. And I don't, I don't blame anybody but the director on that one. Um, and maybe it's because she's new at the game, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And um, the other was like, there's some long bits in it that kind of got drawn out mm. that I think they needed to concentrate on something else. Like, cause they concentrated more on uh, Amy Ryan's character and Tucci's character, even though I know they're trying to be historically accurate. But, but again, I think it's going to be hard for us to get to, you know how some movies are like, well, this is not actually happen. I think we're going to have a hard time figuring out what actually happened in this movie when it comes to, right. Yeah. And I, I think they fucked up by not showing the actual people at the end. Like usually they'll be like, you know, this is, this is Max Feinberg. They're not Max Feinberg. I was thinking Max Weinberg. This is uh. They said Max Weinberg, like from like E Street Band. Max yeah, Weinberg. No. Ken, they, they didn't show. Right. They didn't show a picture of Charles Wolf or Ken Feinberg or Camille Bureaus because I, I I don't know why they chose not to do that. But you know I wanted to see. They should have. Yeah. They should have. Um, and this yeah. movie is. I agree. This movie is one hundred percent not political. Like like it, it, it may have to do with the government and Congress, but I think it's apolitical all the way. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't catch one way or the other, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, there are dicks, there's assholes, yeah, sure, and um, there's pussies. And sometimes the dicks fuck the pussies, but sometimes they also fuck the assholes. Where's this? Where's that from, dude? That's like from like like Team America. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, All right, let's do the news. Uh, no. Oh, no. wait a minute. Well, no, no, we didn't do the guessing. Um, yeah, so, so Rotten Tomatoes, uh, if you guys don't listen to this the first time, uh, Neil tries to guess the audience score and the uh, critic score and what's Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so we'll start out the critic, so with the audience score. What do the audience score on this movie is? 68. 76. Uh, I was off by nine. Now the big, Eight. bad, mean critic score in this. 81. 78, actually. You're pretty close. Oh, it's off by yeah. three. I feel like I'm. Oh, it's good. That's good. The person is. It isn't as hard hitting as one might expect, but worth remains a powerfully performed and rewardingly complex dramatization of real life events. So yeah, worth on Netflix. You guys want to watch it? It's definitely worth your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get that. Um, but um, yeah, you good for news? You got a lot of news? The, the actual name of the book is called "The, the Worth of Life." What movie's called Worth? And movies that don't suck and some of their news I'm about to give you news I'm going to tell you information if you don't like it fuck off you should have read your own internet page yeah yeah I, I've talked to a few people that say the fairy party's news because Neil picks interesting stories so oh my god I got this one fly we had the doors open earlier because of the dogs yeah or the dog yeah. and stuff like that and this fly somehow so, got no, in no, here and the, it keeps bothering I'm me with the you, whole man. podcast their flies fucking show everywhere there's one that showed in the computer screen we're like I touch it though, it'd be the leave button. And I don't want to try to yeah. get rid of it, so I'm just letting it be for now. Well, I hope it dies on its own. Anyway, right. anyway, let's talk about a guy who I just saw this past Friday. Was it Rob Zombie? Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't Tucci Gang. No, it wasn't Tucci Gang. Okay. No, um, it Rob Zombie reacts to Shang-Chi breaking. His remake, 2007 Halloween remakes, box office record for this past weekend. Yeah. By stating it took 14 years, but it finally happened. Big Mike was knocked out of the top spot by a Kung Fu Masters. 
14 years is a pretty good run. Good luck to Shang-Chi. So he wasn't a dick about it. Um, no, yeah. it's Rob Zombie, dude. So He's not the, a dick about many so things. So the thing about this, the, the, when that movie came out, the Halloween movie, it was, um, it was Shang-Chi is during a pandemic and it still beat Rob Zombie, which is great. Um, we, mm-hmm. I, I'm really happy that happened. Also, I think the Shang Chi won't be on uh, Netflix. Won't be on Disney Plus for like a month. I do you think that was changed before the lawsuit happened, or do you think that they had a change and then earlier the lawsuit happened, they changed it? What do you think it was? Man, I I don't get paid that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what their decision was, and I don't know why. But to be honest. Uh, I'm glad I saw it in the theater. Yeah, see in theaters for one percent. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely a see in the theater kind of movie. Uh, also, and when, when Dune comes out, dude, all when, that when we get to the movie. When Dune comes out, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that we see that shit in theaters. Oh, naked at yeah. least. Yeah. Anyway, talking about Disney, let's move over to Disney. The Haunted Mansion has added Owen Wilson to its cast. Okay. So now we got Lakeith. Steinfeld. Steinfeld yeah. We got Tiffany Haddish, and now Owen Wilson. I mean, I'm so excited Disney's to see the Haunted stuff. Mansion, the ride movie show movie. <laughs> there was there were like two I mentioned anime movies, but uh, they have a seem to have a good run when it comes to taking rides and making movies out of them. They did that with Pirates of the Caribbean, did with Jungle Cruise, and now with Haunted Mansion. And hey, man, if they're as good as those movies, I'm all about. He's all about seeing it. Yeah, and um. A ju- 100% this past week, just because you said its name, Jungle Cruise 2 has been 100% confirmed. It has been signed on the dotted line. It is 1% and 100% happening now. Cool, man. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, was, I know a lot of people were like rolling their eyes at it, but I had a good time with seeing Jungle Cruise. You Wait, know, it's- Emily, Emily Blunt and The Rock, I'm all for it, bro. I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch that three-hour Five hour, give me a seventeen hour movie. It's hard, dude. It's hard to not be charmed by the Rock in anything he does. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, in it, you know. I don't want to say he's the best actor, but he's so charming. You know, what and I mean? charisma, dude. He's got charisma. Yeah. Believe me, I've been I've been in the same room with him. If he had told me to lick his balls, I would have done it right then and there, <laughs> no questions asked. Believe me, the guy's got charisma. All right, talking about someone's who you'd lick their balls, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've I turn a corner on him when it comes to like like when it comes to like him as a person like he was <coughs> he was Republican you know but and I was like whatever but but I've turned out like he seems to be like a genuine Republican could because he could have won dude yeah but I'm saying like he was in California but like like I I genuinely think he he is a good person like he he tries to but does do good by everyone. You know? Yeah, I think he tries to do his best. Yeah. And he tries to give back to the country and give him so much. Yeah. So that's not what we're talking about, though. <laughs> true Lies. Remember True Lies? I love True Lies, man. I love True Lies. Right. It's becoming a TV show on CBS. Mm. Okay. Steve Howie. Okay. Uh, you would know him from 10 seasons now of Shameless, where he plays Kevin, the bartender. Okay, yeah. You ever seen Shameless? I, yeah, I, I know that you love Shameless. You never watched Shameless, oh. have you? Man, Shameless is Two a episodes. fucking great movie. Two episodes. That that show is I mean, like one okay, of my favorite dude, I do like William H. Macy, but again, I don't have time to watch all the shit in the planet. So I have to, you know. Just because it's got 10 seasons and it's all based in Southside Chicago, <laughs> where I know a lot about, um, 
That's why I like it. Where but you, yeah, he's in Chicago. Where did you Chicago? Where did you go? You live in Southside. Yeah, like, um, well, I mean, I had friends that were up north, and I had friends that are there. But no, uh, I had friends that my biological father was in the in the South Side, okay. and so was a bunch of friends and stuff like that that I heard had over the so years. So real quick, you said that, that song that Moby wins to find you that bedtime at the South Side. That's about Chicago. I have no idea. Okay. No. I'm not my head. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's going to be taking the part of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, and Susan Taylor part of Tom Arnold. Is it be Tom Arnold? Because that'd be amazing. I'm sure, but they don't have that cast yet. Why do you ask questions that make no sense to ask? Because okay, to, I mean, fucking is, dick. Why can't you just let me tell a good story? And then you're like, well, "That's cool." Where's the other characters? Who are the other fucking characters, Neil? Tell me the other fucking characters. It's just the main character right now. Let me ask you a question. What was your favorite yeah. part about True Eyes the movie? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger together, like the two of them playing off each other. It's really great. That's pretty good. And the whole, and the trailer scene where they cut the end of the trailer off and okay. they, when she's trying to cheat on. But anyway, <laughs> let's talk about some happy notes. Okay. You see a happy notes? So let's talk about a, re, a, a happy, happy, happy stuff. Okay. Anyway. I heard nuts. <laughs> motherfucker. Right. Anyway, he's like, I'm so tired. I don't know what I'm saying. Retirement home noir sniff. What? A movie uh-huh. about a retirement home. Okay. Noir sniff. It's called Noir Swiss. Featuring okay. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, Al Pacino, Helen Marion, Helen and Man. Danny DeVito. Okay, so all people who are of retirement home age are in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so um, uh, when you said Morgan Freeman and Al Pacino, I was like, or or is it mean Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson? <laughs> like, 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 do you remember right. they were in the bucket list? Two, okay. What? Yeah. Go, I remember the bucket list. Go, Joe Pesci list? and, no, no. was that Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson and Jack. I think Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Sniff... Two residents die under suspicious circumstances in a high-end luxury retirement community. Retired detective Joe Mallory, played by Morgan Freeman, is pulled back into action by his former partner, William Keyes, played by Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. And they undercover a hidden underworld of sex, drugs, and murder in the wealthy community controlled by the kingpin, of course. Al Pacino. Who would play the kingpin? Al Pacino. Al Pacino. And his famille Fenbetel and Fincer. Uh, Enforcer, the spider, played by Helen. Yeah. Yep. SNF is an acronym for Senior Nursing Institute and Family Foundation. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I, I never even heard of this movie until like today, looking up news stories. Neil sent me and, two uh, movies that they're coming out this Friday. I've never fucking heard of, and they have yeah, big stars um, in them. The Voyeur, where it's um, Sydney Sw- uh, Sweeney, and basically it's just like a porno. Like, I guess there's sex every 10 minutes in that movie. And then uh, there's Kate uh, starring Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson and um, and uh, uh, um, uh, Margaret. Um, That's true. Margaret? Maggie? Margaret? Uh, Margaret Helen Wood? Who's the girl- lady from Weeds? Oh, uh, Mary, Th- Mary Louise Parker? No, that's not it. Eh, anyway, yeah. let's move on. Right. Hellraiser 11 uh, is already begun filming and oh. is 
They are rebooting it by David Bruckner and featuring a ginger-swapped pinhead. Okay. I don't know what to think about that. I'll wait till see it. Um, oh, you're you know? weak. By the way, the girly thing is Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, I was close. I was is, close. Is she I, in Weeds? No. No, she's person. not. She's a... She's a She's Helena Bertinelli from Birds of Prey, and she's also uh, Michelle from Takeover mm-hmm. Lane. She's Ramona Flowers from yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pilgrim. Yeah, so yeah. there we go. Yeah, that's it. I couldn't remember everything. Are you ready? Drumble. Are you ready? John Cena! No, See, I didn't save that clip from last I week. Know, there's no John Cena. There's no John Cena. <laughs> but WWE is producing a horror movie, which it'll be an interactive horror movie on Netflix called Mm, mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Escape the Undertaker, which will see the tag team group The New Day, including Xavier Woods, Big E, and Kofi Kingston, um, trying to escape like a horror mansion that is run by The Undertaker. So kind of like a... Scooby Doo, choose Dude, your own if, adventure. If it, you got to do that thing where you need to choose your own adventure on the remote. Kind of like uh, they did for that. Um, for the um, God, what's a Black Mirror? That Black Mirror, Black Mirror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I can't be happier. Uh, I don't know if we can review this. I don't know how long the movie is. Or Dude, I don't think would we'll, we'll say it's fine or not. <laughs> like, you know, like I, if it's like Bandersnatch, it was like we both love Bandersnatch. It's just hard to it's hard to review a game like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, when and when I watched Finish Snatch with my wife, we went through every single scenario you could do. Like, as we, watched, we did it one way, the way we did it, and then we went through every other way you could go through it. Yeah. All right. Live action Pokemon movie reportedly in development at Netflix. Didn't we see one, though? That was Detective Pikachu, yeah. but that wasn't a Pokemon. Movie. Okay, gotcha. That was just. I'm guessing the battle and do all that stuff, you okay. know. Did you uh, did you play Pokemon? Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a big Pokemon uh, person. My wife is. Okay, that but, makes sense. Because um, yeah. it's more her generation. Yeah, yeah. You're it wasn't older. my generation. And um, I was like more Magic the Gathering when I played card games and yeah. stuff like that. But I do like. I, I did play Pokemon Go. I did. I did play the games on here and there so on. Uh, not on Switch. Oh. I don't own a Switch. Never bought me one. Um, <laughs> oh, it's my it's our responsibility. You're to supposed buy to buy me one for my birthday last year, you <laughs> lying bastard. But anyway, um, but I did play them on um, yeah. Uh, I Game Boy. I guess it was. Yeah, it was Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance, yeah, yeah. Game Boy Color. Yeah, they had stuff uh, like that. Game Boy was a big deal. Yeah. Um, I I yeah. I I didn't ever play them on Game Boy. Um, I did play Pokemon Snap, of course. I played, you know, the characters in Super Smash Brothers, and I do have a uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee on my Switch. But again, it's not my favorite game, but uh, they're fun for sure. Pokemon Go, I played. It was my way to get outside, mm-hmm. and so we go outside to get to basically use our phones, which I thought was kind of silly, but um, I did it anyway. Uh, and then I ran out of Pokeballs. So I'm like, well, fuck this shit. <laughs> so um, I moved on, but. Uh, I remember there are people still play that go on. They're like, "Oh shit, it's a uh, it's Storlax day." Let's do Storlax. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm cool standing here and sitting here in the AC. It's it's fine here." So nice. All right. So anyway, the next piece of news: 
The Accountant. Do you remember the movie The Accountant? I never saw it, but yes. It's in it like um, Ben Affleck or Matt Damon or some shit. Oh, yeah. Great movie, Ben Affleck and um, and uh, uh, Anna Kendrick and J.K. Simmons and John Rethel, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey. John Can I guess Lithico what the news is, is going to be? Yeah. There's a sequel in development. Sequel in development, <laughs> and it's already been signed, and it's on its way. Okay. With Ben Affleck and uh, John Berthold coming back to repraise their roles. Uh, it's going to continue with the two of them getting together, whatever, because originally he wanted The Accountant to be a three-movie like trilogy. trilogy. I want to mention mm-hmm. something real quick, and this is, uh, is kind of cute. Um, just kind of a cute thing. So December 22nd is when Matrix Resurrections comes out. I remember when you mm-hmm. announced that on the show, when that was happening. Nice. Yeah. You actually listen to me? Of course I do, dude. I don't feel like you listen. I edit every episode. And so obviously, if you guys don't know, if you guys don't know this, I write the, 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 um, the blurb for, uh, the, for like the, like, a, where's the outline with the description? For the Spotify. Yeah. You write down the information, the description yeah. for it the It goes Spotify. on iTunes as well. And all the other stream platforms. And iTunes, yes. Uh, and, uh, and he does a great job. It's funny as shit. Read him sometimes. But, but Neil, Neil, read him, read him. Neil um, the other day, he took a screenshot and circled the part I got wrong because I said 13-time winner of WWE Championship, and it's 16 times. 16 time Of uh, John Cena, so I fixed that for him. But uh, what I was saying is uh, is that I listen to every episode, and that's why I come up with the stuff that's in there. I don't just remember it. Are you fucking okay, dude? <laughs> yeah, I just oh, beer went down the wrong throat. Okay. All right. We're going to sing a song, man. Let's see if you can finish the lyrics. Okay. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Read a, a but take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Butterfly in the Sky documentary celebrating LeVar Burton's Reading Rainbow Legacy will be coming out on PBS series. Yes. <clears throat> Man, I really got... <laughs> I'm sorry, that beer went down the wrong throat. The wrong pipe or something, whatever. But uh, yes, they are making a full documentary that follows um, the entire... Um, Rainbow, Reading yeah. Rainbow, man, I'm choking up. I'm sorry. Oh, did you? Did you I this. You I read, wanted him to be the host of Jeopardy. I don't know why they didn't have him as the replacement. It made perfect sense to have Lavar Burton, who everybody started reading the in the '80s because of him. Well, Lavar Burton is a national treasure. Um, I I would have been all about him being the host, but you know, it's it's something that. You know, for example, uh, you know, like the late night hosts, they have like Jimmy Fallon. They and Jimmy Fallon's gonna be Tonight Show host for fucking years. But Conan, he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that for the next thirty years. I'm gonna do the variety show, you know, uh, on HBO Max, which I can't wait, dude. Which makes I, sense. I love Conan, O'Brien. I do. Do you like Conan? I love Conan. My wife just messaged me to tell me that they're drinking at a place called Miami Nights. So you're gonna go there after this. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's move on. Okay. Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the two live action comics? I just saw the one. With the or, or the or commercials. No, I just saw the one. Oh, my gosh. Christopher Lloyd is playing Rick. 
In both of them. Yeah, of course. He's got to. And it's hilarious. <laughs> now, there's a campaign to get live action Rick and Morty with Christopher Lloyd playing Rick. Oh, man. I wonder how you do that. He's 105 years Just old. Just ask him. Okay. Yeah. He's 110, right? Yeah. I, I would love to see a, a full episode with that. Just a wonderful yeah. episode of, of Rick and Morty with, uh, with uh, Christopher Lloyd and... um. Whoever the kid was, um, just do just do that one episode. I think we'd be fine with that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, dude, just one episode of live action Rick and Morty with them. Thirty minutes. Give me thirty minutes. That's mm-hmm. all I'm asking. Thirty minutes. Yeah. That can't take more than a week to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with Christopher Roy. The guy did TV sitcoms for like ten years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Jody Comer, remember her from the Free Guy? Yes. She's the opposite of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I got you. She just got signed to star as Josephine opposite Juan Keen Phoenix in Kit Bag, which uh, will be begin filming at the end of the year, which is the biopic based on uh, Ridley Scott's Napoleon. Okay. <laughs> uh, as in Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Emperor of France. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about that. Ridley Scott... Uh, Juan Keen Phoenix and Jody Come. All right, cool. You know, I'll, I'll you see know it. What the of Napoleon is that is that like you know twenty or thirty years before Napoleon happened, they had beheaded the monarchy of of France, and then they then they appointed someone emperor of France. Just like thirty years after, they're like, didn't you guys just kill people for being emperors, like for being like rulers, and then you appoint one as uh, Napoleon? That didn't make sense to me. All right, here's the last piece of news, and then we'll move on to the last movie, which I'll take another 30 minutes of your life over. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh Uh-huh. There is an official Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas prequel. Who's it starring? Fear and Loathing in Aspen tells the story of Hunter S. Thompson when he ran for sheriff in Aspen, Colorado. Now, the studio has released Fear and Loathing in Aspen starring Jay Burglar from The Wannabe and Haymaker as Hunter S. Thomas, telling the true story of uh, uh, Thomas Thomason's run for sheriff of Aspen, Colorado. You can watch it in select theaters and VOD now. It is also available on Apple iTunes, Wait, Google Play now? Movies, Vudu, Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> just came out last week. The film follows the Thomson's 1970 attempt to run for sheriff of Bigton County, Colorado, set just before Thomson's 1971 novel, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, it is the account of the local hippie-led reform movement and revolutionary freak power campaign. Uh, Nicholas Cage's son plays in it as well, and the film was written and directed by Bobby Kennedy III. I'm really surprised that we didn't hear anything about Fear and Loathing in Aspen. Uh I, I think, aren't you a pretty big Hunter S. Thompson fan? Yeah, that's why I was pretty weirded out by this. I mean, I guess we could talk about it. And what do you want to we talk about? Maybe it? we should review it, man. I mean, it is. It, it, I mean, I could go. There's so much here about it. But, yeah, that exists. So let's get into the number one movie of the life. First broke the Labor Day weekend box office records. Hold on. The one. Hold on. <laughs> that was movies don't suck and something news. I told you a bunch of stories. Now you can go look them up online and see if I made them up. Because be honest, some of them were made up only in my mind. 
Okay, now we can talk about the box office. Casey and the legend of the ten motherfucking rings. Yes, uh, this is directed by Destin Daniel Creighton. Um, he's directed such things as a as a short term twelve. We talked about just short term twelve uh, on the show with our our guest um, um, Sarah. Uh, and uh, Just Mercy, which just came out. We saw just, you see, Just Mercy, right? Yes. He directed a movie, I'm Not a Hipster, which I actually really like. You guys can watch that on Hulu. Um, it's written by a lot of people Dave Callum, uh, Daniel Dustin Creighton, Angel Lanham. And, um, and Dave Callum has worked on things such as uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Zombieland Double Tap, uh, Spider Man and Spider Verse 2, which is coming out. American Restriction Mortal Kombat. He's done all kinds of stuff. They they got the people with uh, cool, really fun uh, movies to talk about, and uh, them. And I'm excited. But Simu Liu plays. Um, he plays Sean slash Shengji. It's called a Dongji. Is that? That's good. Um, and then we got. You didn't get anything for Tony Chi Lao Wing, who plays Tony or Tony Long. Uh, he hey played, man, I only had so much time in my life. Yeah, in the last he plays Zhang Wing Wu. Uh, we got mm-hmm. uh, Aquafina who plays Katie. Yo, my veg, feed the homeless. Yo, veg, date the homeless. <laughs> and then uh, it also stars Bing Kings or Serbian singing as Trevor Slatterly. Well, I wouldn't go in there for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um,. It's got a, a Minger Zeng is uh Zeeling, Fala Chin is Lee, Yingnan, or Michelle Yu is Yingnan, and a bunch of other people. But why don't you go ahead and read the storyline of this uh giant movie? Such a huge storyline. Yeah. Shang Si, the master of unarmed weaponry based kung fu, is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization. So full disclosure for the listeners, we're going to spoil the fuck out of this, but we're going to give our spoiler-free review. We're going to do our normal thing first, yeah. and then we'll spoil the fuck out of it, and then I'll rip it apart like a, like a, a surgeon going into heart surgery. Um, Can like, you mention that Benedict so Wong right now, is in this, and he plays Wong? Benedict Wong? Oh, yeah, Wong's in this at some point. Yeah. Um, I I am a – let me just jump right in. Sure, go here. for it, man. Um, this is one of the best – action-filled Marvel movies that they have put out in a long time. I'm thinking maybe Thor Ragnarok was Mm. probably the last movie where I'm like, because in this movie, they went full hidden, uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Oh, for sure. They went, they, they went full. They filmed this differently Mm -hmm. than a lot of the Marvel movies are being filmed. And I loved it. Like, um, there's not to give anything away in this portion, but there's a fight scene on a bus that happens. And after that fight scene of the bus, I'm like, I'm fucking in, bro. Sure. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here for this uh-huh. fucking movie. Because first going in, I was kind of tired, kind of cranky. But then that fight scene happened on the bus, and I'm like, I'm fucking here, Shakespeare. <laughs> tell me. Tell me about your story. And, um... Aquafina playing off of uh, Shimmy Lou, like um, they played off each other, like fucking like, and she didn't, and she didn't ruin it. You know what I'm saying? Like how sometimes comedic 
actors sometimes say shit, and you're like, oh, now this is the part where the comedic actor. So Aquafina play Aquafina, but not not uh, not obnoxious Aquafina. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Like she was downplayed. Like at a point where when she did say something funny, it was funny mm-hmm. because at certain other points she was sincere or she had empathy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And she wasn't um, just the foil the whole time. She actually had. Parts no. that were mean, them in something, and she didn't ruin scenes where you thought, "Oh, she's going to say something dumb at this moment in time." And there was a real, there's a real um, danger of having two comedic reliefs in one movie, but they didn't happen that way. You know what I mean? Like it was, mm-hmm. um, they were able to balance that uh, pretty well. The action scenes is so fantastic. Uh, like if you love John Wick, you love this movie because the fight scenes in this movie are fucking killer, dude. Like, like and I you love- can tell that the the people that fought in the scenes no. all fought. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that it was them doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this is. The, I mean, there is a lot of good scenes, and of course, I mean it only slightly. I, I don't know spoiler, slight spoiler, a little bit of a spoiler, but the return. Of Sir Ben Kinsley. It's not, it's not spoiler, as Trevor man. as Trevor Slatery. Oh my gosh. The um, what what a what a great cause it continues the story. Like I sent you uh the the picture. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. All hail the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a chance so to like be talking about it. After Iron Man three, because everybody was upset on how they made a mockery of the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. They're like, we need to fix that right now <laughs> for all the pissed off people. So on Thor, the Dark World, there's a 15 to 14 minute short, um, you know, which also has some splashes of the, the sexy man we know as Sam Rockwell in there. Yeah. Too. Um, <laughs> but it, it tells the story of like, hey, even though you said that name and you think you, you're the leader of that cult or whatever, well, the real leader of that cult fucking hates you and wants you dead yeah. now. <laughs> like, and um, it, it was a good introduction into where this movie is and that he came back. I, I like how this was written because, okay, without ruining anything, they didn't go off. They didn't go off of Shing uh, Si's uh, origins in the comic books. No. They went a different direction. They replaced key points of it, but I believe the reason they replaced key points in it was to, so they can uh, bring in who I think they're going to bring in because of this movie. Which you know what discuss, I'm, we'll I'm trying to say, yeah, yeah. I'll so say this in the spoiler part, but right now after doing all this, believe me, I have researched this movie for over 30 hours at this point <laughs> after watching it. And I have uh, my predictions on where I think the Marvel Universe is going with it. But right now, uh, there's a fight at the end where the bad guys are wearing, I have blue highlighted, and the good guys wearing red highlighted. I like that because unlike uh, Infinity War, or not Infinity War, but Endgame, where it's just like a great, you couldn't really see who's fighting the fuck, who's fighting who. But on this one, you're very clear on who is fighting who. Um, I thought we were going to see a surprise of one of my favorite legendary characters in the Marvel universe. Didn't happen. Uh, that character did not, did not happen, but I still like where they went with that storyline. The story was great. I think the characters played off of each other so well. Um, this is probably one of my top five, but one of the things I enjoyed about this movie is it, 
if you never watched a Marvel movie before, you can watch this and enjoy it just as much as if you have. If you mm-hmm. have. Um, it's one of those movies that can stand alone, but there's a little bit you know, that not once that they talk about that. There's parts in the movie mm-hmm. where like the blip, as they call it now yeah, in the yeah. Marvel universe, the snap of yeah, uh, Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in the background of this yeah, movie, yeah. but it's never talked about. Yeah, it's, it's never once. And that's what makes this movie kind of cool. Is that is that. If you're not a Marvel fan, you can go into this and enjoy it just as much as you are. Without watching the other yeah, yeah. 28 movies? Yeah. In the, 29 think, movies? The, the, yeah, I've watched so many. And, um, <laughs> and I gotta be honest, I wasn't excited about this movie. I was like, well, you see it. But it's, it's great. It's a good movie. Dude, I love the cinematography in this, especially uh, fights where they're controlling air yeah. and water. The, fi- the fight scenes like in this are fantastic. The stunt coordinator needs to be nominated for something, right? Like, like this. Right. The fighting in this is great. This, I mean, uh, it's it's a really really fucking solid Marvel movie, and I, I mean no 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 no, drop that Marvel part. This is a solid movie. Oh yeah, there we go, there we go, there we go. This oh. is like a solid movie because believe me, I was exhausted going into this movie <laughs> after everything I've gone through the last twelve hours before I went into this movie, and. Then I was just like, pick the fuck up, ready to go. Oh my gosh. I, and I was sitting, I went to a theater I never went to before. It's like way far away, but it's the only one that was playing the movie at the time I could go see it. Yeah. And the seats were like the most uncomfortable seats I think I've ever <laughs> sat in my entire watching movie career, except for the wooden ones I used to sit in when I was like a kid. Yeah. And, and by any means, um, you can't really punching and happy. kicking, right? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, the only way I think we can do this anymore is because I, I, I'm really think I'm going to trip over myself. So let's get some let's get quotes. Let's see our score, and then we'll spoil the fuck out of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I left those powers in Falu with our dragon, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Asian Jeff Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just start screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. The art of confusion works on stupid people really well. <laughs> Are you sure you could take Funyuns to the afterlife? <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the daughter my mother wished came out of her vagina. <laughs> my name is Gina. I went into my name. No, your new name is now Gina, like a <laughs> vagina. Uh, oh, no, can't. Those are spoilers. Um, sorry, I wrote stuff down while I was watching yeah, the sure, movie because sure. I saw stuff. Uh, but one was that Ryu versus Honda. Uh, Honda. Did you see that in the background? Did you see that in the background <laughs> yeah, 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 at one did. point? Yeah, okay, yeah. I did. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, is that Ryu and Honda? Yeah, I'm writing that up. Uh, did America make you soft, son? <laughs> Good for you. You found your passion and went for it. You tried crippling the U.S. government, but went for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's a weird-ass horse. Uh... Oh, man. I totally like how you know what you want and then, like, just spent the whole rest of your life just getting better at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it was a dark, dark theater, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> a, bl- a blood debt has to be paid in blood. You spent your whole life afraid. I can't read that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> aim at the sky to win or to die. Mm-hmm. A thousand years ago and a thousand years from now, we will always be the one. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. So, uh, give your score first on this one. Four point one. This is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Uh, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I think like you, I went into this movie not being the happiest. I've read uh, Shang Chi um, comics back in the day, but you know, I wasn't like the hugest fan. And um, this. I mean, this literally made me do like 30 hours of research. I don't know what to tell you more than that. I'm with you on 4.1. Uh, like, I can't, I can't, I can't disagree. It's a really fucking good movie. Um, I, like, I went in not expecting much, but I can't, you can't, can't much more. Uh, enjoying that movie quite a bit. I, I have, it's in my top four Marvel movies, top five, you know, like, it's up there. Easily. It's yeah. a good movie. Um, it's a good alone character movie. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can watch it without being a Marvel fan, hey mm-hmm. man, one more to you. So, All right. Chris, um, uh, audience score. The, the, the audience score is 82. 98. 98? Yeah. By the audience? Jesus Christ. The audience uh, says, uh, Shang-Chi covers new cultural grounds for the MCU without losing any of the action, comedy, and emotion Marvel movies are known for. Yeah. Now, All what's right. the critics awesome. one is? Well, fucking fans are that high. I'm going to say 87. 92. Holy shit. Yeah. They gave it past 90s. Yeah, All yeah. right. Chris consensus <laughs> is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings isn't entirely free of Marvel's familiar formula, but this exciting origin story expands the MCU in more ways than one. One of the things I want to say about this real quick is the origin story. Uh, well, uh, guys, by the way, um, go ahead and if you you heard a review, uh, next week we're doing... Um, Malignant and the card counter, and we'll see you next week. But uh, go away because we're about to spoil the fuck out of this movie. We are going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. We're going to give it one fuck, two <laughs> fuck, three fuck, four fuck, five fuck. Spoiler alert now. This is going to get spoiled the fuck out of because Neil has some shit to say. But Chris, let's hear what you got to say first. So, the origin story this, I, uh, usually I'm not a fan of origin stories. This one mm-hmm. still made it fun somehow. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, now, the thing is, this is where it got fucking crazy and weird. Because, all right, in comics, mm-hmm. the Mandarin, who is the main villain mm-hmm. in this, you know, they make that uh, Shang-Chi's uh, father. Yeah. But in the comics, his father is Fu Manchu, which <laughs> is a famous legendary yeah. Asian person only played by white people. And, and everyone, and everyone me, knows how Fu Manchu looks like he's got that, that the long mustache, you know, yeah, like, and that's called the, that's called the Fu Manchu yeah, like, yeah, yeah. mustache. Yeah. And Christopher Lee, uh, if you don't know, one of the greatest actors of all time, uh, played, you know, um, Saruman and, and, uh, Lord of the Rings so wrong, yeah. played, uh, uh, Count Dooku in, uh, Star Wars and stuff like that, but one of the greatest actors of all times. Um, he played that character in movies for years. 
And but the point was, it was, it was supposed to be a white guy playing an Asian guy always because yeah. you never know what he was going to be. Whatever. Anyway, but instead, in this one, they made the Mandarin. Who is? Do you know who the Mandarin's bad guy is? You know who his who his Batman to his Joker is? His like his Superman to his Lex Luthor is? It's Iron Man, is it? It's fucking Iron Man. Okay, okay. Yeah, him and Iron Man have fought like over a million fucking times. And the reason everybody was pissed about Iron Man three, yeah, is because he would, didn't we, really have we never it, got yeah. we didn't have the Mandarin. Yeah, I mean that's like giving some grease paint up long haired nasty version of the Joker against Batman. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah, it was funny they mentioned that in this movie they've been kings it was like they're scared of an orange. <laughs> you know, like like um and so uh uh, ben Kingsley, he uh, was obviously in Iron Man three, and he's in this new one playing the same character. So that yeah. that's that's it's cool. great. It was great. And all right, let's go through some shit. I know you're gonna bow your head, but um, just take some information. In. Okay. Um, the rings. How the father said he found them. Mm-hmm. Originally in the comics, he found them in a in an alien ship. And this one, he just sort of passed down through generation through generation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the actual rings are supposed to be rings on your hand. This is two fingers? And each one of them, uh, yeah, instead of on the wrist or whatever they're doing with that, which I have an idea on that. Just follow me for a few seconds here. We'll do. The rings, each one of them do a different ability, a different thing. Kind of like the Infinity Stone? Exactly, and that's why they took that away. Yeah. I feel like they didn't want to be... Yeah. Because you're looking at open audiences that have not read comics. Yeah. Because, like, the the rings, like, one's called the Nightbringer, which uh, creates darkness around people. One one is called, um, is a spectral ring that, that this and called, that, like, that separates people. There's a vortex ring that makes air things happen, you know, like little air yeah. bubbles or yeah. air tornadoes. Impact beam. A matter remaker, which you can rearrange matter, ice blaster, um, the mento in, interferer, which is a mental control uh, one, electrical blast one, a flame blaster, and a white light manipulator. I'll be honest, and, that would be a cool like um, game, a video game where you start gaining these powers more as you go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but, and so that was what the Mandarin was, mm-hmm. and not what the MCU. But again. MCU has been so good Consistent. at changing inconsistent man they've been really consistent yeah on changing their history and doing what needs to fill in the um fill in the uh you know the gaps uh everything that's going on are you okay yeah, sorry, my wife is messaging me. I'm trying to grab it yet? up on my other screen. Yeah, yeah I gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so so they, what they are doing here, and I believe this is, and this is a spoiler section, so I'm going to throw this fucking out because this is a huge fucking spoiler. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. So, in the movie, they said that the rings were also Beckoning someone. Yeah, at the very end, if you guys say to the post-credits scene, which why wouldn't you if you're a Marvel fan? There is a yeah. a scene where Captain Marvel, uh, Bruce Banner, and um and um and 
Benedict Dolan were talking in a Brie Larson. Brie Larson, thank you, pal. Uh, Captain they were, Marvel. Captain Marvel. They were, they were talking, and they saw the rings were sort of calling someone. And before, if you didn't see Captain Marvel before that, you would think, okay, it's Captain Marvel, but it's not. Who are they beckoning, do you think? Galactus. Is Galactus more powerful than Thanos? Yeah. 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 Okay. Galactus <laughs> eats planets for breakfast, bro. Okay. All right. And this is why. And this is going to be a spoiler. Right now, this is a spoiler inside of a spoiler inside of a spoiler. Okay. This is going to ruin fucking a lot of shit for a lot of people right now. The Eternals are going to deal with Celestians. Celestians are these people that, um, do you remember Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Of course I do. Yeah. Uh, with Kurt Russell? Yeah. Yeah. He was a Celestian okay. who was that impregnates planets yeah. with his powers and abilities. Yeah. You know, ego. Um, well, there's more of those. <laughs> and so they don't take over the whole universe. The universe answered it with a guy who eats planets. Like this. Okay. Yes. So in the external in the internals that are coming up, they go, I think they go against Celestials. And so if this thing's beckoning something and it's been on Earth for 10,000 years. <laughs> yeah, he's going to make it there. Who is it beckoning? Yeah. So um, the Eternals, I've seen previews for that forever. Do you think it's going to be as big as the Avengers, like these characters? I I mean, to be honest, it's Selma Hayek. It's Kit Harrington. It's fucking Angela Jolie. I mean, it's how could it not be? It's a fucking Camille Nanjiani. You know, like, like, uh, I, I'm okay. I wasn't excited until I basically saw like, previous work looks really good, and it's directed by the person who directed Nomadland. You know, like, like, yeah. How can it not be good? Um, all right, let me get some Easter eggs real quick about okay, this fucking sure. movie because sure, I worked sure. really hard on this fucking shit. Um, uh, Taylor, the the area that they go to that the mom was originally in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's originally from Thor comic book 301. Uh, it's a dimension where all the Chinese gods, all their, all of them live there. So it's not just the people that are there. Real quick, I, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to not just say the lady go in the mandolin. And then it's Chloe Zhao. I want to give her her props real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chloe Zhao is freaking amazing in this. She just, well, no, she's not in this. She's directing the Eternals, and I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you said Michelle, uh, Michelle Yale. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, that's me not hearing right. Um, you're, you're sorry, Bill. Sorry. The guy filming the fight scene mm-hmm. in the bus mm-hmm. is the same guy that asked Spider-Man to do a flip <laughs> in Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice. Same dude. Nice. He's like, do a flip, Spider-Man. <laughs> All right. All right. A Razor Fist is an important bad guy. He will return mm-hmm. in future Marvel things. Razor Fist, the guy that had the arm, mm-hmm. that's weird. He is a major villain. He will return. Um, Death Dealer that you saw that trained mm-hmm. uh, Shang Si was a friend, and in the comic book, same thing. He just died like, like non theatrically, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know, oh, he's dead. Um, in the comic book, Shang um, kills an old man. He literally does kill an old man that his father sent him to kill, and then he decides, I'm not doing this. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. Unlike the movie where they're like, no, no. Um, of course, we saw Abomination, which was awesome. Yeah. And it's obvious that Wong's working with him. Yeah. Which 
will, I think, lead to the Dark Avengers or the um, the Thunderbolts, okay. which is a whole... Because we already have all the rest of the Thunderbolts now. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have all of them. All the bad guys are in the universe. Um, the island um, that they talked about uh, or they were at is the same island from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, okay. the TV show. Yeah, sure, sure. Um... Um, Thor was obviously kidnapped and then the the little all hail the king. Um, Morris, your favorite character and everybody's favorite character. He is going to be the baby Yoda this year. (laughs) Um, He is actually called a Han Don Mm -hmm. and he is a cursed mythical creature in Chinese culture um, where he is based on chaos and lives in confusion. Oh, that's pup. why he has no face. Poor thing. Yeah. The Fox Nine Tails is a hula sing. Um, that uh, it, um, that is what the name of that is. The horse of the dragon face is a long mine, mm-hmm. and the law lo- and the lion giant is called a food dog, which is used to guard and people's ancestors. Yeah, yeah. So that's what all those are. Your uh, the ladies kept on every time they were in. Where they're at, mm-hmm. uh, what their mom's city. Yeah. Did you notice how everybody said your universe? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. never said our universe. Yeah. They never said this universe. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that we're opening up another gate into the multiverse. I mean, so that means that people should be watching Loki, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's all come downhill. Um. In the comic books, dragons actually came from the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, a dragon character, which is my favorite dragon character, and he is not in the movie, and I thought he was because of the previews, and that is Ben Fong Foom, which is like one of the funnest names to ever say. Just say it one time. Ben, ben Fong, Fong Foom. Yeah. Isn't that just a great name to say? Yeah, it, works. it works. I thought he was going to be it. Um uh, the origins of Shang Chi. Um, I'm just gonna write say this because he was in this because I want to say it because it is literally the longest name of a fucking comic book that ever exists. Are you ready? I mean, Marvel presents special Marvel edition: The Hands of Shang Chi, the Master of Kung Fu. That's the only one. That's the only one. Yeah, yeah. And, um, of course, we have so much more I could say about the Mandarin. Uh, Mandarin, again, again, was Iron Man's number one foe and all that stuff. But... Well, I wouldn't go in there for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, be honest, I think they did a really good job. I think they're opening up the Marvel Universe for a lot more. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I think they did... I think going forward, uh, hopefully it goes like this. I hope I get some good surprises in the future. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I really hope the movies they do for this is as good as this one because this is, like, you know, this. A lot of people have seen this as sort of the Black Panther for this year because it opened up a whole. Uh, it is inclusive of Asian culture. Um, this one has a lot of it, and it's great. It's one of the best. I like this. This is one of the best Marvel movies I've seen in the past ten years easily. You know, like. I mean, I know you're going to say Endgame is probably your favorite, right? Which one? Infinity War Endgame? Yeah. No. What's your favorite Marvel movie? 
What's my favorite Marvel movie? Chris? Yeah, I'll ask you a hard question. Huh? Oh, wait, you have an answer. No, no, I want to know what my favorite Marvel movie is, Chris. I don't Tell know. me what my, my favorite, favorite Marvel, Marvel movie, movie is. My favorite Marvel movie is Guardians of the Galaxy. What's yours? That's, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I would I'd give that some props. Yeah, yeah. That's in my top ten, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, as many times as I can fight it in my head, is this one better? Is that one better? Is that one the better one? Is it Winter Soldier? Yeah, it's Winter Soldier all day long, <laughs> yeah. dude. It is. Like, I was never a huge Captain America fan. Until that movie, right? Like, in, in, no, even before that movie. First yeah. Avenger, yeah. like, definitely made me a Captain America fan. Yeah. But Winter Soldier just, like, so solidified good. it. So good. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, if I was a big, buff, blonde-haired man with blue eyes, I would, okay, I got blue eyes, but yeah. I'm not big and buff. Um, yeah. Totally. Totally yeah. would do it. Uh, all right. So, um, that was uh, our review of Shang-Chi. Go see that in theaters, man. Uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, but next week we're doing Malignant and the card counter. Malignant is the HBO Max movie. If I can, okay, let's just be 100% okay. honest. If I can find a way to see the card counter, because it's very limited in my area. For some uh, well, I'm going to see it regardless. So. I know, I want to see it. It's yeah. Oscar, It's uh, it's uh, Oscar Isaacs, yeah, right? Paul Schrader, yeah. Yeah, how would I not want to see that? Tiffany Haddish. I'm a movie buff, <laughs> and I like those guys. They make me feel sexy in my man parts. Okay, but we're going to see Malignant for sure. That's not HBO Max. It's a James Wan's newest horror film, not connected to the Conjuring series, so for once in their life. Um, look at Neil's rubbing Buddha's belly. Okay. Yeah. That's apparently that's good luck. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be seeing that next week. Uh, but, uh, man, are you good? Uh, yeah, this is all I'm news. good. Let's get her done. This is all I news. I... We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Suck podcast. We're on Twitter at NTS Podcast. We're on the Instagram at NTS Podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, write it up. Stink on the bottom. Send it for movies don't suck.net. We also have a Patreon. Patreon concert news don't suck. We are on a bonfire. Search your name news don't suck. Something you can find shirts on. We're all stream platforms. You watch us on Facebook. Go and subscribe to watch us. I mean, I like it. If you want to watch us YouTube, subscribe. And I think we're on. That's it. Well, you, how do we do small businesses, dude? Small businesses. If you got a small business, get a hold of us. I don't care if via messenger versus email versus anywhere. We want to advertise your small business because we love you. We love people. We want you to make money, especially in these hard times in the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. So please contact us and we will advertise you 100% free and give you out to our thousands of listeners and our millions of listeners. So is it you email us at moviesdonsuck.net or info at moviesdonsuck.net or moviesdonsuckpodcast at gmail.com? Uh, and uh, I just want to say before we go off the air here, I just killed the fucking fly. Good I job, just bro. finally got I'm it. Glad. Oh man, have you heard that smack just about two seconds ago when we were talking? That was me. I finally killed that bastard. All right, <laughs> well, that's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name is Neil, and I'm Chris. And remember, guys, if you want to figure out what your worth is, go out and find 30 ninjas with 10 rings on each hand. Good night!